healing and finding hope through conversations and curiosities about the afterlife. Open your mind and heart to the possibility that our spirit lives on. Whether it's a dream, a visit, a vision, or a newfound life after loss, we believe life and love never dies. This is Surviving Death and Dying with Trisha and Misty. Have you seen a ghost? Part two, we're going to continue our talk about the book, Hello from Heaven by Bill and Judy Guggenheim. And seeing a ghost is the most popular type of ADC after death communication. And this study that was done in this book had so many variations of seeing a spirit that they broke it up into two parts, partial, which we talked about last time, and full, which we're going to talk about this week. Yes, full appearance is quite common and usually experienced with other ADCs that we've discussed. Having this shows that their loved one is healed, that they're whole again, no matter how they die. The person seeing their loved one gives them a whole new perspective and an update of them and that that helps them with their healing. So let's talk about some of the stories we read that touched us. Yeah, and you know, the first Four stories in this chapter are their typical examples. What I thought was really interesting is how everyone would describe exactly what they saw the the spirit wearing, like the clothes there. So it was cool. And this one story with Joanne, she lost her 25-year-old husband to a brain tumor. And right after the funeral, she had laid down. I think it's funny. A lot of these talk about when they were laying down or about to go to bed, too. But she had the urge to open her eyes and she saw him. There he was. He looked solid. Her husband was in good health. He was wearing blue jeans and a Western shirt. Like she could, you know, it was as if he was really there. It only lasted a few moments and there weren't any words, but she knew what that meant to her. And it gave her the message that he's okay. And it helped take away, you know, some of her pain. And that's, that's what we love about these stories anyway. Yeah. I mean, just seeing them, just, it doesn't matter if they, like you said, it doesn't matter what they say, because seeing somebody when they, they, after they passed, it just gives you that sense of peace in mm-hmm. your heart. And it just lifts up like this whole weight that's been sitting on you for depending on how long your loved one has been gone. So it's just great. The other story that I thought was beautiful too, was um, Anne who lost both of her sons. One Justin, who was 18, tried to rescue his younger brother, Bobby, who was 17 while they were both swimming. But unfortunately they both ended up drowning. Mm. And a About a year later, it was a typical day and was doing the dishes and all of a sudden she felt like somebody else was in the room. Mm -hmm. She was like, wait, what? I'm like, you know how that feeling you get all the time. Sometimes, you know, you're alone, but she turned around and she saw her youngest son, Bobby, leaning up against the refrigerator (laughs) and he looked happy. He was healthy. And he was also, like you said earlier, wearing a familiar outfit like right so she knew that was him right and she described it as he looked was solid and real and he had this bright light 
where he was standing and his eyes were just glowing mm -hmm. with this huge smile on his face. And with just that smile, she knew that he was saying, we are both fine. We're all right. Just get on with things and be at peace with yourself. So just the one son came to her, but she knew it was from both of them. Right. I would have loved to have had both, but I understand right. that. But it's good that that was good enough for her. But yes. didn't she didn't she scream and drop and break the glass when she first saw him? It startled yeah, her. She, it startled <laughs> her. Yeah, she did. She did drop a dish because she dropped it and screamed. Right. But still, having that that vision of of her son, right? Is, is I'm like these stories just are so uplifting for people for me to read, even though right. none of these have happened to me. <laughs> or seeing a vision of my loved one, but it's just so beautiful. Yeah, it's definitely such a gift. And there was a story I like too. We talk about clothing in this one story. This girl, Molly, had lost her 87-year-old grandmother and saw her the second after she died. She appeared to her standing up straight, which in her life she had never seen because her grandmother had been crouched over for such a long time. She also described her looking like she was about 30 years old, that she was lifelike and real. So I also love when they come through showing that they're younger. So here she's yeah. standing up straight. She's healed. She's younger, yet Molly still knew that was her grandmother. And she didn't say anything like we were saying. She still kind of knew that there was a message and she felt like her grandmother was proudly saying, look, I can stand up straight. Yeah. <laughs> And then she also described what she was wearing. It was a dress, but she had never seen it before. And so she went to her aunt and told her the next day and described the dress. And her aunt brought her down to the basement, pulled out a quilt that had a bunch of different fabrics sewn in. And there was a piece of fabric that her aunt knew came from a dress that she had made. And that was the exact fabric that she saw her grandmother wearing. Wow. And I thought that was cool. And so they call those evidential ADCs which I think helps prove to someone that what they saw was real and not their imagination, because then they were able to find something physical in this world to prove the experience was real because it brought you knowledge right. you didn't have. And that's really neat. Yeah. I love that. Seeing that dress and not even knowing it was hers. And then you go and tell somebody about this yes. and they're like, you know, and then what? you find it. It, it was, <laughs> you're like, what, how did this happen? I didn't even know this was here, but yeah. Yeah. That's okay. so cool. I love yeah. that. That that's that's one of my favorites. Yes. And there's another one. Stuart had a vision 11 years after his wife died from a very bad illness. I'll just put it that way. He saw Gladys coming down the stairs. He was like in shock when he saw her because she was so beautiful and had this brilliant lighting and with intensity. It was so unbelievable. And it was hard for him to describe. And she looked like she looked before she got sick. So mm -hmm. that's where that beauty came from. And all the, like, wow, because he didn't know. He right. was like, wait. And he knew this was her because she was smiling like she used to all the time. She was solid. And he goes, I had no question it was her. I mean, being married for as long, they were married for, I don't remember over, I would say over 40 years. He knew 
that that was her because you know when right that person you've been with almost your whole life right right was there and I thought that was beautiful that he didn't have to hear anything right he just knew that was her and knew that she was happy with that smile and she was as beautiful as she was like probably the first day they met you know and that it was 11 years after she had passed, which goes back to what we've talked about before. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're going to cross an expiration date and not be able to get a visit after so many years. Yeah, that's why I, I picked that one, too, because for me, right, it's been so long with my mom. I'm, I always am like, wait, it's never going to happen. Right. But when I read this and it said 11 years after her, his wife died, I was like, OK, I have to tell this one story because. It doesn't matter how long it's been. It's true. It can happen at any time with anybody. And sometimes it's relevant to what's happening in your life too. So it, yeah. it doesn't have to be right after a death or at a certain point, but if there's something going on in your life that's crucial or important or you're struggling with, it's really especially wonderful when your loved one shows up to give you advice or acknowledge you and validate you. So there was like this one story, this guy, George, who was 24 and he had lost his grandmother to kidney failure. And it was four years later that she appeared to him and she woke him up. And that's what I always find funny too. It's there are a lot, which could be scary for some people to think, are they standing by my bed? And they're going to, but a lot of these, you know, it does sound funny when you think of it that way, but a lot of these stories really do say they appeared by their bed or they were awoken by them. And she was happy. She was smiling and it was very important for her and this visit with him for her to say, I love you, who you are and what you are is right for you. I want you to know, I approve of you. Your life is right for you because he was struggling at that point in his life with his own sexual identity. He is a gay man. And this study was done back in the late eighties, early nineties. So it was especially difficult back then. I'm sure it's still difficult, but back then, especially to, you know, be able to come out and say who you are and struggle with that. So it provided a a real, like a, a weight lifting off of him to hear that his grandmother approved of him and that it was okay. And it, this is also proof that they keep up with us in our lives. Yeah. I love this story too, because I was like, especially in these times when they did this book, it wasn't very like, Oh, okay. It's okay to be gay or, right. you know, so I love that because being a grandma, she was probably even more, he was probably worried that she hated him because of what he was. Right. And I love that he, she came back and said, I love you for who you are basically. Mm-hmm. And that just, put a smile on my face. It doesn't, it doesn't matter who you are because they love you no matter what your loved ones, even if you don't think so, they do. I believe it's true. And the next one um, I was going to talk about is Jabra. Her brother had passed away from cancer and she was so grateful that her brother came back to her. And also she was a skeptic before all this happened to her. She's had dreams and everything of him, but she didn't believe that anybody could come back and be in in her sight or anything like that. Right. (laughs) So it was three months after his death. And this one, it has multiple ADCs in this one. So I think it's 
great that she got more than one confirmation about right. this as well. Right. But she was asleep in her bed with her husband. All of a sudden she felt somebody shaking her, her leg. Like, she's like, what? Like, hello, what are you, who's doing that? She looked up and it was her brother. And she said he looked real and it was great. There was this great warm yellowish light around him. And so there was this touch. So the hug, they had a hug and he, she also smelled his cologne and she, Joseph also told her, I am all right. And you shouldn't be unhappy. Everything is all right. It's beautiful where I am just to have three. Well, is that four actually? Yeah. Four ADCs in one. Right. Is because you have the touch from the hug, you have the smell and you have the voice. I don't know if she actually heard the voice or if it was transmitted, like that's four. How many people get four ADCs in one thing? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. To be able to see and feel and hear and smell. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I was amazed by that. And I'm having her be a skeptic beforehand for her to get right. all of them right. and for now her to believe it. Right. Because we've read in the past too, that most skeptics, like if you don't believe they're not going to come. Right. Because they, you're not going to trust that that's real. Right. But I'm so happy that her brother still came through to her and gave her that peace of mind and Absolutely. letting her know she's okay. He's okay where I am. And it's beautiful. So yeah, no, that is cool. And a lot of the, the visual and the full visual ADCs, they say come with the voice speaking audible experience. And there was one that I thought was kind of funny because it was um, Gordon went to a family friend's funeral, Granny Tensley, and she was 93 when she died. And all of a sudden he hears her voice say, Gordon, it's okay if you cry. So here he's standing had a few, you know, at the visitation, <laughs> right. he, hears, he hears a voice. He looks up, he says he saw her in the corner of the room, probably about 10 feet away, but that released him and it allowed him to cry. And he even sobbed because she gave him permission. Yeah. Big boys do cry. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and Yeah. And she was telling him it was okay. I think that's kind of funny. I thought it was also interesting in that story that he pointed out, you know, she was very visible, looked real. And the dress that she was wearing wasn't the same one that she was wearing in the casket, which right. I thought that was funny. So whoever dressed her did not put her in her favorite one. <laughs> right. I guess they didn't know precisely what she wanted, but yeah, hey, she, she's like, this is what I'd rather wear. Or she was wearing something that they didn't, she didn't have anymore. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that maybe. she loved so, and they put in her on something that she loved when she what she had. So, right, right. but it's still funny that yeah, two different dresses at the same time. So she was in the casket in one, and right. then in his vision, mm -hmm. like it was a whole different one. Yeah, but also similar to the other story, and one that made me think about, I'm sure what you would love to experience was Leonard, who lost his mother, and six months later. He woke up again. This is another one in the bedroom, which, you know, the more I think about this, the more I'm nervous about like going to bed at night, <laughs> but he heard, look, and he woke up, he saw light 
at the end of his bed, he said it was like a white filmy mist and a bright vapor, but that it grew and it became more clear and defined. It was like his mother materialized in that space. And so he moved toward her, she moved toward him and they hugged. And he said it was solid and real. And that's what's cool to me because the yeah. mother you were talking about in the kitchen ran to hug her son and then he disappeared. Right. I'm sure she would have loved to have hugged him. But and that, this, yeah. Yeah. But this guy said he was, she was solid, real. He, he described her. She had been like a shorter, heavier woman that she was still full and, you know, just like Mm -hmm. she really was. And that she did the things that were familiar to him when he was younger, like rubbing his hair and his cheek. And he felt that, and that they also spoke to each other and they told each other, they loved each other. And then the theme, the message, we always seem to hear what they all want us to be. She said, be happy, you know, be happy, Leonard. And then she smiled and faded away. Yeah. And what I love is it wasn't her complete body at first, as they got closer together, it became more and more of her full body. And I think that's great too, that it's not always right away. You'll see the full body, right? It it will, some will just slowly, like you have said here, materialize. Like and form the body. And is she going through a portal? (laughs) Right. Like, is it the realm, you know, that next realm, you know, like Sabrina and the teenage witch, where she had to go through the closet to get to their their other world. That's what it seems like, right? Yeah. So, but I think that is great too, because that way you know it's not just one way of somebody just here appearing right in front of you. Sometimes right they come and then they materialize into that body again right it's true it's so neat and all of these stories tell us that they want us to be happy not to worry about them they are fine they are healed they are whole they are they have joy that doesn't even exist in this world right and they can do things that they never could do here that they wanted to do like if somebody was sick or like didn't, wasn't able to walk, they could do all the running and like doing all the things I love to do, but couldn't do when they were here. And hearing those different stories too is great. And these stories that we're talking about are evidence that death is but a gateway to another dimension of life and proves that our deceased loved ones uh, continue to exist. And that is so beautiful. So let's leave everybody with a quote. They have these nice quotes in each of the chapters. Death is no more than a passing of one room to another, but there is a difference for me, you know, because I will be able to see. And that was by Helen Keller. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So email us at trisha.misty dot tm at gmail.com our podcast surviving death and dying is available worldwide on apple spotify google iheart amazon audible listen note facebook youtube and more you can also go to our website surviving death and dying.com where we have the links to the books we talk about so please like share subscribe and follow We did it again. We survived death and dying another episode because we believe life and love never dies.